Welcome to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. Teen Financial Freedom is a personal finance blog run by teens who are on a mission to equip their peers with the knowledge, resources, and understanding they need to become financially free for the rest of their lives. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm Jacob. I'm joined here by Terry and then our guest, Sanibel Carter. She is a 16-year-old, I guess, aspiring real estate investor. I know she's into personal finance. She's into jujitsu, uh, a whole bunch of things. And she's from Colorado, which is the same state I'm in. So I'm kind of super excited to get to meet another person in Colorado that's interested in real estate. Um, and so we kind of gave a little bit of backstory on you, Sanibel, but do you just want to kind of kick us off by by kind of sharing a little bit about, you know, who you are, what you're involved in, that type of thing? Yeah, sure. So I'm 16, like you said, and I've been interested in real estate for as long as I can remember. I've always wanted to be like a real estate agent. Like two years ago, people started asking me like what I wanted to be when I grew up. So that that brought up the question for myself, you know, and um, I was like, real estate, there's more than just the selling houses, you know, like you can buy them and make money out of mm-hmm. just renting them out and renting the rooms out. So that's when I got super invested into that. Um, and yeah, I've just been networking since, since then. Yeah. Speaking of networking, that's actually kind of how we got connected to you. Uh, you, I guess probably joined before us in the uh, Sheik's Freaks group, which we've talked a lot before here on the podcast, but that is basically a group of 15 to 25 year olds who are passionate about uh, early financial independence, but specifically real estate. Uh, and there's over a hundred people in there now. And so you've probably been in there for quite some time, but Terry and I just recently joined and we've been trying to network and have all these people from that group onto our podcast, because all these people are just so inspirational. They know so much that kind of brings us here to today. We, we wanted to reach out to you because you're on the younger side in that group. Most of the people in that group are probably between, I don't know, 18 and 23. And that's kind of the range of the guests that have been on our podcast before. Um, but you are probably one of the younger guests we've had at only 16. And I think that's super impressive that one, you're in that group. And then two, you're trying to kind of educate yourself uh, already at this stage in your life. And the reason why we wanted to reach out to you is because you're sort of our target demographic for the the group that we're trying to target for teen financial freedom. And so we thought that teens can really relate well to where you're at in life right now. Um, Most of them are probably a little younger than Terry and I, and probably are way younger than most of our guests. So we thought that to have a younger person on here could be really beneficial just to have people be able to relate to you a little bit better. And so that's kind of how we, we got connected. Do you kind of just want to share any of your thoughts about, I guess you said you've been networking for a while. What exactly have you been doing and how has that kind of led you to the position you're in today? I was introduced with networking when I posted on the bigger pockets forum and uh, my post, it, it went trending and I was like, what the heck? Like, this is crazy. And I got like 70 replies and I was just interacting with those people. And I loved the fact, you know, how I could just message these people, gain knowledge from them. And then since then, I've just been, you know, DMing people on Instagram that I look up to um, and seeing, you know, if I can add value to them. If they have any tips for someone at such a young age like me. Um, of like what I should be doing at this age, you know, to mm-hmm. get into the, the game. But yeah, so nowadays when I, when I meet someone in person, I'm like, this person could be such a big influence, you know, on my, in my future. Mm-hmm. And you want to create a tighter bond with people. 
um, when you know the value of networking. Yeah, for sure. I love that. I'm, I'm curious to know what exactly you're trying to do right now in terms of education. You've said you've been, you've been interested in real estate for a while now. You've been trying to learn more about that. One, I want to know how exactly you're learning more about real estate and what you're doing to prepare um, for, I'm guessing your first real estate deal. I don't know what, what's your goal to get your first real estate deal done. Do you have one? I don't have one no. but, um, I'm hoping to get one, you know, in like at 19, mm-hmm. um, a house hack, you know, for sure. Right, yeah. Just, yeah. Okay. So, so we know your goal might be around the time in, in 19. Um, so one, I want to kind of know how you're preparing for that and how you're learning more about real estate. Uh, and then I guess two, you can answer this later, but are you planning to go to college? And then if you are, why? And if not, why are you not planning to go? Because we kind of, we've been talking about this a lot on the podcast recently, but I were kind of interested to hear people's takes on the whole college thing, especially um, from real estate investors. Because in my mind, you don't need to go to college to be successful in real estate whatsoever. So kind of want to hear your your thoughts about both of those things. Right. Okay, cool. So the first question, um, mostly just reading books and um, seeing what the best players in the game have been that what they were doing at a younger age and also you know networking of course and talking to people and seeing what I should be doing right now at this age to to get my first house hack at 19. Um, and then the second question I am not going to college like you said um, I don't believe it's needed for real estate investing at all and in my case, I feel like it would just set me back, you know, because I would be focusing on school a lot and not my passion, which is real estate investing. And yeah, so college is a no for me. That's a wise decision there. If you've deemed, like if you've, if you've analyzed your, your situation and you know, kind of come to the conclusion um, that, it, that it wouldn't be financially wisest or the wisest use of your time, um, right. it's, it's, it's a good point because it's easy to get, it's easy to get pressured into what everyone around you is telling you to, uh, telling you to do. Everyone feels like you need to go to college because, you know, X, Y, and Z, or uh, because they went to college or because, you know, everyone else is going to college. So they think you should too. Um, it's an easy, I guess, trap of a sorts to fall into, but it's, but it's good that you've kind of like looked at your own situation, kind of like, you know, decided, eh, probably not the wisest use of my uh, resources. And so I'm just going to jump into this real estate thing. Um, yeah. I have a couple of questions on my mind. I know we have uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu uh, in common, which is just yeah. close on my mind because I've never met anyone in the personal finance space who's been in uh, Jiu-Jitsu. So I'll probably ask you about uh, something about that in, in a little bit. Um, have have your have any of your peers? I'm just curious whether it's in Jiu-Jitsu or in school or just like friends. Um, what's the what's the conversation like around money? Is there even one? Um, well, I mean, do they, what do they talk about? Is it work? Is it saving money or spending like what they're going to spend it on? I'm just curious what the, what the little chit chat is like in, in a, uh, you know, the average teens uh, conversation. Yeah. So um, the interesting thing is I haven't really talked about money with my friends. Um, and I was homeschooled last year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I would, I would meet up with my friends once in a while Um and I would just let them let them know that I was interested in real estate and investing, but it didn't go farther than that. Yep. Um, 
So I yeah. have to say I'm pretty much in the same boat. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the answer I was anticipating. Um, yeah, just because yeah. most people who like Jacob and you and I um, were kind of just uh, in, you know, in a different, I don't know what you would call it, like a different from mind or just have some, this is a, a strange interest that most people our age don't get into uh, early on, uh, like us. Um, so, I mean, it's kind of to be expected that the average uh, person isn't going to be that invested into it. Um, but yeah, 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 that's interesting. Um, in regards to jujitsu, um, how did you start it? Uh, I'm curious because, um, you know, that's just really cool doing jujitsu. I think since you said like nine, right? Yes, um, yes. And I'm curious if your parents are involved in it, in it at all. Um, and if there's maybe um, any way you've applied lessons you've learned on the mat to in real life. Yeah. So I got involved with it. My mom is a massage therapist and mm -hmm. she massaged UFC fighters. No way. So that means I started watching UFC fights and I was so intrigued by the sport and I wanted to get into it so badly. So I asked my parents um to for to put me in jujitsu and they did um and I've I've I love it so much um yeah. my dad he got involved with it like maybe two years ago mm -hmm. um but he he's been watching and this whole seven and a half years of my yeah. jujitsu I guess career or whatever yeah. Yeah. um and are any yeah, of your he, siblings involved or is it just you no just me wow yeah yeah um and it's just, it's such a humbling sport. I, oh, for I have, sure. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the one word I would, I would have to say about it. Um, it's just so beautiful, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it makes me such a different person because it gives me the confidence to like walk outside and know, you know, that I can defend myself, but I'm not gonna go and start a fight with somebody. You know, I just, I can walk around knowing that I can defend myself if someone, you know, so that just that little thing can give you so much confidence in life. And, you know, you can really do whatever, whatever, you know, like whatever you want to do in life. So, yeah. It reminds me of uh, something my coach said, I won't, I won't get it nearly right. Um, but it was something to the effect of like, we're, we're training as much as we are um, to learn how to fight basically to defend ourselves, but hopefully so that we never right. have to. Right. Um, there's something to that effect. Like, you know, you're, it's, it's ironically enough, you're doing all this training to defend yourself, but hopefully if you're good enough, you'll never even be in the situation where you'll right. need to, like you'll do yeah. some um, preventative measures to, you know, prevent yourself from getting into a yeah. fight like that. Um, but yeah, going off what you're talking about humbling, uh, that is a perfect way to describe it jujitsu because um, I've been traveling for like a week or two. So I haven't done it recently. Um, but the last time I was, at, I was in class, uh, I was getting my butt kicked. And uh, I hadn't drank enough water the day before, so I was dehydrated <laughs> and I was tired <laughs> and I was just getting tapped left oh, and right. Man. And uh, it was, it was, it was hard, but you know, it is, it is really fun. And um, it's just, you, you learn quick not to judge a book by its cover um, because, you know, people can surprise you and to not, not to be stubborn and hold on to hmm. ego. Cause if you do, you will likely get injured. Yeah. Um, if you're like, I'm not going to tap, I'm not going to tap. I'm like, right. yeah, just tap. Yeah. The ego um, definitely goes because, away. You know, you, <laughs> right. Yeah. For sure. So I know most listeners listening to this probably won't get into jiu-jitsu jiu -jitsu right away after listening to this, but I have to say, if you're on the fence, give it, give it a try. Cause I mean, it's, it's Definitely. quite fun. Um, <laughs> but uh, Jacob, any, anything on your side? 
Yeah, sure. Got a couple more questions for you, Sanibel. One, um, you mentioned before this, uh, before we started recording, that you kind of do some work with your dad, like some, um, I don't remember what you said, like data related stuff. Can you just kind of share a little bit more about that and what exactly you're doing? Yeah, so um, mostly just like the, the behind the scenes of his job. Um, he runs an online school, functional medicine school. And yeah, I've just done some data work with him. Like, just, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it really. It's, it's really uh, complex, but it was a good experience for me um, that I could definitely use in the future. Cool. Yeah. And then I know another thing that we kind of had in common, um, and this is kind of why I reached out to you is because on one of our Sheik's Freaks calls uh, at the beginning, when we do our check-ins, we were kind of all talking about books that we were currently reading and we were uh, both currently reading Who Not How. I just know that book had such an impact on how I look at not just businesses now, but my entire life. And it really changed uh, our, our whole structure at Teen Financial Freedom and kind of what we're trying to do now. So I'm curious to know what sort of takeaways you ha have. I know you said you haven't finished it yet, but what sort of takeaways have you had so far in reading Who Not How? Yeah. So like I said earlier, I'm such a big believer in not having to do things that you don't feel like doing. So using that Who Not How mindset of like who can do this for me so I don't have to, and I can spend my energy and my passion to, to do things that I love um, so that I'm in my genius, my, you know, like all of my whole day. So you can get the most out of what you're doing. You seem to come from an, an interesting perspective. I mean, just with all the questions we're asking, I don't think this is a common mindset for teens to have. I mean, you're, you're doing all this training with jujitsu, you're learning more about real estate, you know, you're reading these books that a lot of young people don't read. So I'm just curious, like, where did this mindset come from? What, what sort of sparked this? And I mean, I know you've kind of said you're working towards real estate and whatnot, but like, why do you seem so like disciplined and motivated? And you just seem to be like excelling for a young teenager. Like, where did that come from? Thank you. Um, I think it definitely came from a little bit of jujitsu and that discipline, um, for, you know, setting my life up for success. Um, and I would also say that it's, it's because of my circle that I surrounded myself with and these successful adults that I look up to so much and just kind of mimicking what they've, they've done. And I just, I don't know, I feel like this mindset have, has been just so natural for me um, kind of all my life and just, just working on that every day. In regards to books, because I know you've probably read, read quite a few of them, um, what is maybe your top two books? I say top two because I know in, if, if someone asked you what my top one, number one book would be, it would be between two different ones. So I wouldn't know which one to choose. Um, but maybe do you have like top, maybe like two, three, however many books, like your absolute favorites that you just loved okay. uh, reading? Um, definitely Rich Dad, Poor Dad. That was my first, first ever book about all this amazing stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and probably the millionaire next door. Nice. I've, I've read, um, Richard Porte, I believe Jacob has as well. Um, mm -hmm. and I got like halfway through, um, the millionaire next door and then just forgot reading. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot what happened, but something happened. It's kind of like, it's kind of what I'm going through with this book principles right now. I mean, oh, it's nice. huge. And the only reason I'm still going through is because Jacob, I took a bet with Jacob, so I told him I would finish it. And I got to finish it now. So, um, but uh, what's 
let's say um, what's been your like number one takeaway from Rashad Portet? What was the big lesson you learned from that? Or, or millionaire next door. All right, from Rashad Portad, let's see how people are so stuck on trying to save money and like just t- like just keeping it, you know, for their for their dear life mm-hmm. um, instead of expanding yeah. it and using it and making that you know money work for for you. So you don't have to you don't have to you know for like the rest of your life. So yeah, probably that. Well, Sanibel, I think we're going to start wrapping this episode up, but I always like to leave our guests uh, with the option to kind of give our audience a call to action. And, you know, right now the floor is yours. You can, if you want to shout out a website an Instagram, a YouTube, whatever you want, if you wanted our our audience to get to know more about you or learn about what you're doing, um, or if you want to, you can take an, an alternative route and kind of share maybe like your one big piece of advice or just something that, you know, that teens your age should be doing right now that most of them probably aren't, you know, you know, because of what you said about your peers, like you're not really talking about money that often. Um, so what exactly would you say to maybe your peers uh, to maybe get them started or to inspire them to take the next steps when it comes to their um, financial independence journey? Awesome. So my number one tip would be to network as much as you can um, because it is, I feel like it's so much easier when you're younger because it's so impressive when you walk up to an adult and you're asking them, you know, about financial independence or real estate um, than when you're like 35 asking, you know, another 35 year old about that. So um, yeah, just networking and everyone that you meet, just, just keep a tight bond with them because they're going to be important in the future if they're not now. Um, And yeah, that's what that, that's my tip. And uh, my Instagram is uh, real estate san. So real estate san, S A N. Sweet. Yeah. Well, Sanibel, thank you very much for uh, coming on the podcast today. I think you provided a lot of value to our listeners. So just thank you very much for taking the time out of your day to come record this with us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Teen Financial Freedom Podcast. We would greatly appreciate it if you could subscribe, leave a review, and share this with someone who needs it.